Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Hello, and welcome to the next exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Your one-stop shop for uh, top ten Netflix list movie watching is where we're at right now. And I hope you're enjoying my new spur-of-the-moment intro that I'm trying out. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy, and I enjoyed your new spur-of-the-moment intro, Todd. Yes. Great. Um, I also liked your uh, Frozen 2 uh, (laughs) song that led into this this fine movie that we're reviewing tonight. Yeah. You were every singing. once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while, the stars align and it becomes perfect. And I felt like tonight was one of those nights. What can I say? Yeah. You could say into the unknown. Yeah. True. Um, because we are reviewing a movie called unknown. It has nothing to do with Anna and Elsa or any of the frozen crew. Instead, it has to do with Liam Neeson fighting, because that's what he does. At least at this point in his life, that's what he did. This movie came out in 2011, and it had people in it, such as Liam Neeson, of course, I mentioned. He's the main character. Um, But you've also got your Diane Kruger your January Jones and your Aiden Quinn, all people that I recognized. Mm-hmm. So, who else is in it, Todd, that you recognize that I have no clue uh, who it is? The only person I think you missed of a person I know is Frank Langalella. Langalella. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff, um, but I personally know him from. Um. He was Skeletor in the Masters of the Universe movie from 87 (laughs) with Dolph Lundgren. That's an important uh, connection to make, I feel. But he's been in a a ton of stuff. He's a pretty well-known actor. So uh, that's just where I know him from. And we'll always know him from Masters of the Universe. Right on. But that's it. I think you you got everyone else. Yeah. Not a ton of people in the movie, but um, a few a few notables. Sure. So, what's this movie about? Well, it uh, Liam Neeson is coming into ta- into the town of Berlin, Germany, uh, with his wife, and they are are flying in for a conference. He's gonna he's gonna attend the conference. It's some kind of biological conference, and. Um, they get uh, they get all the way to the hotel. They take a cab there, and then uh, the wife goes in to to check in, and the husband Liam Neeson uh, realizes he doesn't have his briefcase, which is like really important. It has important papers and and his passport. So he, without talking to his wife for some reason, jumps back in a cab and. Uh, heads out back to the airport. Well, tragedy befalls him because (laughs) the taxi cab gets into an accident and flies off a bridge into water and he's injured 
and goes into a coma. And when he wakes up, he doesn't know a lot about his life. He knows some things, but not a lot of things. Um, so after four days in the coma, he wakes up and he goes back and tries to meet up with his wife. And she doesn't know who he is. And in fact, there's someone with his exact name who is pretending to or is her husband. We don't know. We don't know if yeah. he's crazy. We don't know what the scenario is. So um, so the rest of the movie is about him trying to kind of uh, get his life back to figure out who he really is, to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of good action and twisty turns. Yeah, twisty turns. Can't forget the twisty turns. That's right. So basically he teams up with the taxi driver who drove off the bridge in the first place but also pulled him from the from the sinking car when he was unconscious. So he tracks her down and and they work together to figure out the twists and turns of who he is and why he's there. Yes. And that's my summary. What did you think of this movie, Todd? Uh, well, I thought this movie was okay. Um, there are some, I'll, I'll highlight the good parts before I start smack talking with the bad ones. So the good stuff is, is there's some good performances in here. Um, from pretty much everyone except for January Jones because she is in anything she's in she's just a black hole like any emotions that go towards her just get sucked into nothingness and I don't understand well I guess she's really not that much in, in much stuff anymore but I just don't understand how she continued to get work for a period of time she looks real pretty but she's just not a good actress at all and that's coming from a guy who loved Mad Men so but everyone else, uh, Diane Kruger, who most people would recognize probably from National Treasure or the Quentin Tarantino movie Inglorious Bastards. Um, I thought she was really good. She plays... Which we uh, reviewed. Which we reviewed, yes. I thought she was pretty great in this movie. Liam Neeson's really good. And um, the good thing about... Liam Neeson in this movie is that even though it's kind of actiony, it's more like action suspense. Like, True. there's not a ton of fighting or all this kind of stuff in the movie, but it's more just like, you know, him being trying to figure out what's going on with his life or this guy who's living his life or all this kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, it's it's pretty. It's got some good suspense at times, um, and it's a good, you know, it's got some good twists and turns and, um overall stuff like that um i guess cinematography was pretty good uh for a movie like this i mean obviously you got jumbled camera most of the time kind of going around not big sprawling shots of landscape or anything um but i think the biggest knock i have against this movie is for a suspenseful thriller where you're kind of supposed to be guessing the whole time for it to be super successful to me is that it's got to be real tight. Like, it's it's just got to have a tight lid 
<coughs> Ooh, excuse me, a tight lid. That's not Corona, by the way. A tight lid on loose ends and stuff like that. And I don't feel like this movie really did. Like, when Liam Neeson wakes up from his coma and he can only remember some things about him and stuff like that, he's, like, off to go find out who he is and there's this other guy living his life. And then after that, he's kind of just out on his own trying to find a place to go and stuff like that. And anywhere, everywhere he goes, he keeps pulling money from his pocket. And I'm like, where is all this money coming from? It's like those kind of small details to me that make a thriller really good. It's that you got to be tight all around. And I don't think this movie was tight enough. Like, there's just little things that popped up that I'd be like, how is that possible? Like, how is that happening? Like, where did he get that thing? Like, how can a person who is having trouble remembering different stuff, remember other things so specific. I just was, that kind of stuff just bothers me. But overall, it didn't like really take me out of the movie or anything like that. It's still a a fine, serviceable movie. It's not the best Liam Neeson movie ever. It's definitely not the best suspense thriller ever. But it was pretty serviceable. Like, I mean, I, when this movie came up, I felt the same way before... Uh, for Raising Cain before we actually watched it. I was like, oh, a nice little suspense thriller. And then Raising Cain was really bad. This one at least fulfilled a little bit of uh, some suspense and good stuff like that. It's it's This movie also is hard to review and truly talk about because so much of this movie is the twisty turns, which we can't really go into detail because we are spoiler-free. And that's the way we live. And we like it that way. So... I'm just going to end it there. I thought it was fine. Good to find um, some drawbacks, some good performances. Um, obviously, it's on Netflix. So if you're looking for a almost two-hour movie just to kind of, you know, universe scene, I would probably recommend this. Like, I don't see really why not. I didn't hate it. So, But that's it for me. Matt? How did you feel about this suspenseful, twisty, turny unknown? Well, um, I think I probably liked it a little more than you did. I didn't. I didn't. I found myself really engaged in the story. And were there some weird plot points? There were, and some things that maybe didn't make sense. But overall, I felt like the story hung together well enough for me to kind of work my way through the film and enjoy it i'd say i enjoyed it a good deal um Mm -hmm. so yeah acting was was decent throughout the guy aiden quinn i thought (laughs) he was a little stiff uh, yeah yeah no i agree but um i think everybody else did okay uh and i didn't see the ending coming as it as it came so yeah that's always a plus when you've got a kind of a a thriller like this where you're trying to figure out what's really going on and the movie takes you to the place where you don't realize it until maybe the main character realizes what's going on or is told here's what's going on um, yeah so i i thought that it had that going for it um it's always funny to me to see like dated technology. <laughs> it's really um, 
you know this movie came out in 2011 which is nine years ago but where we've come with cell phones and stuff like that oh yeah yeah is is pretty incredible as well as like there's no well i don't know maybe in berlin it's different but there's no pay phones around that you can just make calls on or specifically long distance calls to the united states from berlin sure on a pay phone so well we'll have to take our first matt and todd go to the movies like trip or something once hopefully one day when corona's done to to research this that's right we'll be we'll be walking the streets of berlin to see how many pay phones yeah. are really where there. Are all these where are all these liam neeson pay phones my good sir can you point me in the direction i'd like to take a pick <laughs> yes well so anyway, I, yeah, I'd say I'd say give this a watch if you're looking for kind of a an actiony thriller. Um, I think it's it's decent. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think I uh, I agree with a lot of what you said. I the the twisty finale. The only thing, without giving so many details, is that I feel like nah, I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna say it. I. I well, I'm gonna say it. I feel like they tipped their hand a little bit at a certain point, but you have to, you have to watch the movie yourself to figure it out. And I didn't, I didn't like that they tipped their hand, but because I was with you, I was like really kind of lost and being like, man, what what is going on here? I don't even know. But I'll talk to you about that after we're done recording, and then we'll see if maybe people agree or disagree with that. You can find us on the old Facebook to let us know. So. Matt, what, how many, uh, zero to five blackberries would you give this movie? Because I believe at the beginning of the movie, he's got a blackberry that he uses as his cellular device. I think you may be right about that. I've never owned a blackberry, but if I had to own one, I would think it would look like that. So yeah, it fit all the blackberry criteria of like, small square little circular button you use to with like a full keyboard like feel like it definitely was a blackberry well i'm gonna go on a scale of zero to five blackberry devices i'm gonna go 3.6 so okay my enjoyment level carries carries the score along i enjoyed the movie from start to finish so hmm. 3.6 yeah i can i can see that i mean th- there is no point in the movie where i thought it was like wasted time or this is horrible like what's moving along so like i guess I, I can give it some points for that um i'm having a hard time with this one but i'm gonna say i'm gonna try to give it a little bit above average so i'm gonna say 2.6 just 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 a notch above average i thought um acting's fine everyone seemed to be okay except for january jones and a pretty stale aiden what's his name aiden 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 quinn aiden quinn yes so um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stick it there 2.6 okay well that means that for the movie Unknown, we gave it an average rating of 3.1 BlackBerry devices out of 5, which is yeah, we did. 
uh, which is above average. So, yeah, you know, give it a watch if you want. Um, before we wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, we will share that our next movie that we're going to watch, do you know what it is, Todd? I haven't looked. I, I, I want to be just as uh, shocked and awed as the listeners who will be listening to this. Yes. Well, we're going to be reviewing the movie Pieces of a Woman, which is, okay. I believe, number two on the Netflix top 10 movie list as of today. Hmm. So never, never heard of it. So, well, you're going to get a chance to watch it. So yeah, it's exciting times. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Great. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Matt and Todd go to the movies, um, where we reviewed unknown And we will hope that you continue to listen to our podcast because we will continue to make it, uh, I guess, whether you listen or not. But it's better when you listen and we get reports of people listening to our podcast. As we did today, 49 downloads last week. It's a pretty Pretty good, pretty, pretty heavy. uh, Yeah, pretty good week for us. us. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening uh, and keep listening. Da 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 da